So from time to time, when I'm talking with somebody about what I do, I like to ask them what they'd want to know about in relation to money and motherhood because I get really great ideas on what to talk about here on the podcast. And the other day, I got a great question from someone and she said, can you talk about when everyone else around you seems to be well off financially, buying houses and cars and going on vacations, and it just feels hard not to compare or get jealous, especially hard if it's family talking about their new things and the trips that they're going on. Such a great question, right? I won't sugarcoat it and say that I have the three magic solutions for you to erase these thoughts from your mind permanently, but I do think I have a few things that you can focus on that will help you tune out the noise from others while you're in pursuit of the important financial goals that you do have. So we're going to dive into that today, and I pray that it encourages any of you who might be struggling with comparison. So let's get into it. Hey friend, welcome to Money Mindful Moms. I'm Krista Nalgian, wife and mom, and firm believer that moms with money skills will change the world. I know that you are sick of feeling limited by money, but you also don't want to wait until your kids are older to be able to do fun experiences with them. You want to find a way to transform your relationship with money once and for all. If you're ready to ditch debt, have overflow at the end of each month, and be able to spend money on what's most important to you, you're in the right place. Pop in those earbuds, go reheat your coffee, it's time to dive in. Okay, can we just start off by saying that, is it just me, or is it getting harder and harder to not fall into the keeping up with the Joneses trap? I know that our parents' generation definitely had a lot of challenges for sure when it came to raising us. But I have to say that we have a whole new pressure that can be put on us thanks to social media where we get to see or at least we think we see everything that everyone is doing. You know, we talk about challenges with kids being on social media and there's so much to be said there. But as adults, we are not immune to falling into the same traps if we're not careful. It can leave you feeling discouraged, frustrated with yourself, frustrated with your spouse, your kids, your job, you name it. And for what? Because we saw Sarah down the streets on vacation and posting photos and we're making that somehow mean something about us. And then there's the whole social media is a highlight reel discussion. You know, she might be posting pictures of her family smiling on the beach, but I promise you that there are a lot of miserable people who go to the beach with their families. And who's to say that they can even afford that vacation? Maybe they're deeply in debt and putting their vacation on a credit card. My point is, you never know what the truth is and making someone's possibly true, possibly not, social media persona make you feel some kind of way about your own life isn't the way to go, all right? No one wins in that scenario. So what can you do if you're in a season where you're prioritizing paying off debt or savings and it's hard when it feels like you're constantly bombarded with all of the other cool things that people are doing and Those things require spending money, which just isn't in the cards for you right now. 
I've got you covered. I have three things that you can do that will help you tune out the noise. So give yourself grace because like I said, this isn't a quick fix. Anytime that you're focusing on changing old habits or thought patterns, it takes time and patience to create a new normal. So here are the three things that I want you to try to begin creating that new normal for yourself. Number one is to be so sold out on what it is that you value most. Be sold out, you guys, on what you value. You may think that you know the answer to this, but I want to challenge you to really do some work here because if you're solid in this, it really is hard to be phased by what someone else is doing. Have you ever experienced someone who is so sure of something? They're just so solid in their belief of something that it is just really inspiring to you to watch. I can remember when my oldest daughter was a toddler and we were in a mom's group and there was a mom there who had just started a preschool and she gave a class to the moms on kindergarten readiness and her enthusiasm, you guys, was so contagious. Like I sat there watching her and listening to her in awe of how sold out she was on the importance of early childhood education that I knew right then that my kid was going to go to her preschool when it was time. And we are still great friends today. And I'm getting ready to enroll my third kid in her preschool because I have watched her grow her school from basically day one into what it is now. And They have won an award for being the best preschool in our town, which I knew from that day, way back when, when I watched her enthusiasm, that they would win the award for the best preschool in our town. I literally text her, you guys, when I found out I was pregnant with my youngest and said, I need you to put her on the wait list. (laughs) Like, that's how much I love her school and I love her. And that all came from watching how sold out she was on early childhood education. That's what I mean by being solid in what you value most. So now I'll ask you, what do you value? Is family time your most important thing? If so, what does that look like to you? Like define it exactly. Is being generous important to you? If so, How would you like that to play out? Volunteering your time? If so, where? Is it building wealth so that you can give money generously? Perfect. How much do you want to give and to what causes? Is fulfillment in your career the most important thing to you? Does your current job provide you that level of fulfillment? And if not, how can you make the necessary changes? The point is... If you were to write out everything that's most important to you, it makes it that much more easy to tune out the noise of everything that's not on that list, everything that's not in line with those things. All of the brand new cars that you're going to see in the car line at school, not important if that's not part of what you value most. The expensive clothes that your sister-in-law buys for her kids, great for her. It's not something that you're even going to think twice about because you are solid in what you value most. Number two, 
you are going to unfollow or mute any social media accounts that make you feel less than or tempted to go off track when it comes to your goals. Sometimes we all just need a good old social media break, okay? Sometimes you just need to go ahead and unfollow some people. And the mute option is great too because if you just need that short-term break from a certain account, if that influencer has really been tempting you lately with a lot of stuff and you're trying to get this debt paid off, the mute button doesn't completely mean that you're unfollowing them forever, which feels permanent, I guess, but it simply just means that you're not going to see their stuff until you unmute them again. Or if you know that somebody's about to go on vacation and post every moment and you just don't want to see it, that's okay. Mute button. Your high school friend who bought a house maybe that is your dream house or feels like your dream house and you know that seeing her post a house tour and all of the things in her house is just going to make you feel bad about your own home? Mute button. The reality is that we are living in a time where we have a device in our hands almost all day that tries to influence us in one way or another, and we get to decide to put it down, to put it away, or unsubscribe to anything that's trying to influence us away from what we have decided we want most. Full stop. No apologies necessary. Do what you need to do. I promise you will not even miss seeing their posts. You just won't, okay? (laughs) All right, number three is celebrate your own successes. So often we tend to compare our weaknesses to other people's strengths. I know that I am 100% guilty of this, so I'm a work in progress on this as well. So maybe that looks like, ugh, she's 10 years younger than me and she just bought a house. Like, why can't I seem to get it together and save money? I really want to get a house. Everyone around me is buying houses. You know the pity party that we get in sometimes. Now, while it may be true that she bought a house and you have not yet bought a house, like, those are facts, right? But what you're failing to acknowledge is that you have been able to start and grow a successful business, which she's been dreaming about doing for years. So all you're seeing is what you don't have instead of recognizing all of the things that you do have. Listen, I know that we don't mean to be Debbie Downers, but sometimes we just get so fixated on what's not working that we can't see what is going right. So start celebrating your wins. And I'm not saying that you have to do this publicly, like this isn't a let me one-up her situation. You do not have to post your wins on social media to celebrate them. But you should absolutely reflect on and celebrate when you make progress towards your goals. When you pay off one of your credit cards, don't just quickly move on and go to the next. Allow yourself to sit with that feeling of success. Acknowledge the work that you did to get there. Call a trusted friend to celebrate with them and be proud of yourself. You know, you can even celebrate with a reward like a a celebration dinner out with your spouse. Um, Maybe a guilt-free lazy morning where you sleep in and binge your favorite show. Whatever small reward that's not going to derail your progress You should totally do that, okay? So to recap, three things that you can do to tune out the noise when you're finding yourself comparing yourself to others are, number one, have a firm understanding of what you value most so it's easier to not be distracted by those shiny objects. 
Number two, you're going to unfollow or mute any social media accounts that are tempting you or just making you feel bad about yourself. You can also just take a break from social media altogether if you feel like that might be the way to go for you. And number three, you can celebrate your wins along the way. I know that it's not easy, but I hope that these three things will help make it just a little bit easier to navigate as you pursue the great goals that I know that you have for your life. You know, I know you may not believe me when I say this because people are really good at making their lives seem perfect, but the grass is not greener on the other side. The grass is not greener at the Joneses' house, okay? Stay in your lane, keep watering your grass, and be grateful for what you have no matter what someone else has. I pray that this encouraged you. Don't forget to follow our show wherever you're listening to this podcast so that you get new episodes automatically downloaded every time a new one comes out. Over here, we like to keep it pretty consistent. You can find new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. All right, friends, I am believing in you always. I will see you back here next time. If this podcast episode encouraged you, would you take just two minutes to rate and review the show? It really is the best way that you can say thank you. And while you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and post it on Instagram. Tag me in it because I would love to hear from you. It really is the best way that we can get the word out to other moms who could use some encouragement. I will see you back here real soon. Be blessed and have a powerful day.